And I'm Alyssa, and welcome to episode 2.19! Wow, we are truly in the final days of season two. We're almost done. I know! It's crazy to me that 19 episodes have flown by. We're about to hit 20 in season two. Um, for, For those that don't know, when we switched over to seasons, we switched over to... 20 episodes a season so we have two episodes left and do you remember when we um gosh we went to go watch the football game and we were gonna plan out uh season two at the bar oh my god we couldn't even imagine back then what would happen within the next 20 episodes no it's been a journey man and to think we're doing it virtually technology is life-changing but before I get too derailed, and we have some very special guests with us today, and I really want to bring them in, but taking care of business first. Um, knowing that season two is ending, obviously season three is to come. Once season two is officially ended, we are taking a break. Um, we will be taking a break for about a month, and season three will relaunch um, six weeks from the final date of season two. It's crazy, but the break will be needed so we can get a little recovery rejuvenation r&r all the stuff that we need to do but hang tight folks we have some good ones coming up for you so without further ado i'm really excited to intro these guests they are two of our best friends from college these guys are amazing everybody please welcome connor kenny and ben canty hello hello Wow. Welcome, guys. Let's try that again. Why don't you each introduce yourselves? Connor, you go first. All right. As she said, I'm Connor Kenny. I know these two gals from Ohio State. We go back a few years. Can't believe it's been so long. I know. It's been a wild ride. That's one way to put it. (laughs) Since the good old FITA and Delta Gamma and Delta Zeta days at Ohio State. Wow. What a time. We've come so far. We've come so <laughs> far. Um, we have another guest being a little quiet there. Yep, I'm, I'm on. Uh, my name's Ben <laughs> Canty, and I, I know uh, know these guys from Ohio State. Same spot, BG, FITA, and uh, DZ. Man, I always try and think about the time we actually first met because I can't remember it. I really can't. It was at a date party. Was with, it really? Uh, one of our, it was, yeah, one of our uh, fraternity brothers. Yeah, in the basement of Bernie's. Bernie's! Oh my god! Uh, Oh my god! I missed that bar. Now that was not the first time I met Ben and Connor. I actually don't remember personally, but what I heard was that I really didn't meet you guys until we went on our spring break trip. Wow, that's not meet you until Alyssa's mom's house. Yeah, literally. Yep, that's that's true. Going on a vacation with a stranger. Wow, guys, that's oh my god, that just hit different. Actually, Um, looking back on it, I really on that trip, I really only knew um, 
you, Meg, Kenzie, and Ellen. So there I was just going on a spring break trip with like <laughs> three girls and like 10 dudes that I've never All met. these oh. random boys. Oh my really God. Hanging out with like the random boys and Alyssa. <laughs> the three girls were just MIA the entire time. Oh my God, I know. Wow. Well, guys, thanks for coming on today. We're really excited to have you. I know we talked about this when we were all on vacation like a month ago. Um, the concept of long distance friendships. I feel like now more than ever, it's really important to foster those type of relationships. Like not only is it because we're indoors, um, it's a lot tougher when we graduate and get older, I feel like to maintain some of those relationships, but I think we've all done a pretty good job at it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely a, a, a challenge just keeping in touch with people. Um, but it re- really it just comes down to effort. Effort and calendar reminders in my phone. <laughs> I literally have recurring calendar invites for once a month to call people. Honestly, I, I do this. I do the same thing. I have a uh, I have calendar alerts that pop up when I'm driving home from work uh, that remind me to call people. Yeah, it's a thing. It helps. Honestly, you know, I was I was thinking about it today. We live in a very unique time where I feel like a lot of people, they have these long distance friends because of mm-hmm. technology. Like I feel like at least a hundred years ago, you know, you might've known somebody a few States over, but you weren't um, keeping in contact with them. So regularly, cause what, what did they have a hundred years ago? Pen pals. Phones. Pen pals. <laughs> like, Sabrina, I, people had the mail. I think you could call somebody, but still, I feel like, um, you know, we live in a time in history where technology has made it so we can one make these friends initially, um, yeah. and then keep them. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Facebook for reminding me when everyone's birthdays are. No, but actually I get really bad with that. I like try and remember. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to put it in my phone that today is their birthday. So that way I will remember it for every year. And then I never do it. I just completely forget. Do you, do you guys uh, know whose birthday is coming up? Oh, we're aware, bitch. We know whose birthday is coming up. That's you. It's me. It's you. By the time this episode drops, it'll be the day before your birthday. Yeah. Oh, this episode's gonna drop on Earth Day. Wow, Earth Day. Save the Earth. Save the planet. With everything going on, the bright side is the Earth is healing itself. That's all I will say. True story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of pollution clear out. We've seen the Venice canals. Um, there are actual uh, aquatic life in them now. Like there are dolphins that are swimming through the canals. Dolphins have come back. Yeah. It's wild. Um, you know what I realized we forgot to do, Sabrina? What did we forget to do? We forgot to do our most favorite segment. We could do it at the end. No, we can't do it at the end because we have another segment at the end. Oh, we can't do two segments in a row. It's no. quarantine life. All rules are off. Oh, all the rules are off and I'm all sorts of whack. Well, guys, I guess we'll start with some fun questions. I don't really have a real plan. For this entire episode, I didn't make an outline or anything, so I'm just straight winging it. Quarantine has done things to me. 
and I've become very unorganized, and my life has become unorganized. Um, fucking tweet. <laughs> it's true, though. Um, Connor, you have a dog. I do. Tell us about your dog, because your dog is the cutest thing in the planet. Um, I will post pictures on the Instagram of this dog so our listeners can check them out, but I never knew how you got a dog or when you got a dog. I just knew you started, like, sending us pictures of your dog. Yes, so I have a 10-month-old yellow lab. His name is Mac. He's after one of my favorite hockey players for the Boston Bruins. Wow, wow, wow. Um, That's a thing in our family. We name our dogs after hockey players. Oh, I love that. You know it. (laughs) But it was back in September. I was uh, in a running group training for a marathon, and, you know, when you get deep in miles, you start getting deep in your feels and in your head. And I was like, man, I want a dog. I'm lonely. I want a dog. Oh. So I left and uh, I t- texted my sister because like in my head, I was like, she's going to tell me that's just stupid. Don't do that. So I texted mm-hmm. her and she's like, you should totally do it. I can help watch him. Like when you're in class or if you're at work oh. or something. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. I'll text mom. Mom will tell me I'm stupid. And then my mom told me to do it. And I was like, all right, stars aligned, whatever. Couldn't really find any. Like I think I was looking through the classifieds and online and the, the hooglies and the in the pound to look to see about adopting one and then i uh my sister sent me a newspaper clipping she had saved in her phone from when my parents got their chocolate lab the year before mm-hmm. and i was like on a whim i called the lady and i was like hey um she lives on a farm she has two labs and they, they occasionally will have puppies and she was you know doesn't want all the dogs so she'll uh, let people adopt them right so i called her and she was like Actually, we have a couple 13-week-old puppies here we're trying to get rid of. And I was oh. like, all right. So my sister says yes. My mom says yes. I have a puppy who is now related to the family dog. And I was like, how do I not do this? Like, That's this like the universe telling you. Right yeah, the exactly. universe is just like laying it out like, here's the dog for you. Like, you don't need to do any exactly. work at this point. So That's I, uh, awesome. Oh, my God. And the son. Yes, I have a son. He is enjoying the quarantine because, you know, we're all stuck at home. And I'm like Sabrina quarantining at my parents' house. And so he's just running around their backyard with the other dog. Living his oh, he's life. living his life. Yes. He's Meanwhile, so I'm just, like, excited. sitting on the porch like, God. He's, he's like, my human is home with me. Mm-hmm. He's spending <laughs> all this time with me. This is great. Can't and then we're going to go back to work. And they're oh. going to go through some severe separation anxiety. Canty, why don't you have a dog? Uh, because I'm in a tiny apartment and uh, it wouldn't be fair for the dog. What? How small is your apartment? You live outside of New York City. You do not have the same <laughs> very, size. As very true. Here. It's, it, it's uh, I think it's small. Nine nine hundred feet, but I don't know. Like I'd want to, I'd want a big dog. Bedroom apartment is yeah. That's that's what I was about to say. No, he can't see. He probably wants like a moose sized dog. (laughs) And so I probably want what a moose sized dog. No, I want to. I want a lab. I'm I'm like I'm like Connor. I'll get a lab. Strong choice, strong choice in dog. Fancy Connor knows where you could get some labs. Apparently yeah. so. I don't know if I want to drive all the way out to Ohio though. True, true. That's true. Yeah, I really you can come pick it up, go to Ohio State game. Oh, 
man, I miss football. I really miss it. My, I've said for the last three years, I was going to come back for a game and I did that in 2017. I haven't done it since I am going back this year for a game. I am very, very determined. And I think we all need to make the trip. I know I'm looking, I'm looking at my fall ahead and holy crap. Like I have everything and anything going on in October because everything got pushed to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So literally everything has, and I'm waiting for it to get pushed again at this point because anything goes at this point. I'm just ready for everything to come back, but I'm tired of, I'm, I'm really tired of sitting around and waiting for it. Do you want to know what I did? I finally, I talked to our, we have a travel agent that for those that don't know, we were all just on vacation with each other on a, on a cruise right before this entire pandemic happened. Um, and naturally now that it has happened, my first thought is cruises are going to be really cheap right now. Um, so I have found a cruise that is $200 and I put a deposit down when? Oh my God. for next year, next April. So you're trying to get oh, us yeah, all to yeah, go on yeah. a cruise again? Yes. Are you kidding me? We, we agreed to this. I recall. We <laughs> did agree to this. I may have been drunk, but I found the information. I gave a deposit down to Linda and we can move dates, whatever it may be. I just wanted to make sure I secured a good room. Um, but well, there, we it's Zoom in. What? I remember. We were on that Zoom chat. I remember now. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and now all these big cruise ships, like the really nice ones that I want to go on that I haven't been able to afford, I can afford now because nobody's booking. Heyo. Heyo, wayo. I am trying to bank as off as much as I can in terms of travel for next year as much as possible. Now, listen. I gotta make guys. up for the traveling I didn't get to do this year. I know. The travel involved going to your guys' cities, coming out to Denver going to whenever you move connor a couple weeks it is a couple weeks away are you excited to close on my house in a couple weeks yeah nice congrats dude that's big be a doctor a doctor a doctor now listen guys i had no clue that Alyssa was just gonna go for it today um and I actually did some research. I'm sorry. My dad just barged into the room in the middle of my <laughs> sentence. And I was like, what the hell? Um, but no, I um, I did a little bit of... I did... Oh what did you do? Um, <laughs> I, did, I did a little bit um, of research. And one of the ways to keep your long-distance friendship... Wait, did you do alive, the outline? What? Did you make an outline? I'm so proud. Oh my god, be so proud of me. Um, but no, I well, I didn't. I just found an article. Don't get too proud. I did okay. the bare minimum. Um, there was took, more than I did. First of all, I took an hour nap before this podcast for no reason. <laughs> um, but anyways, in the article that I found, one of the things to keep the long distance friendship alive is keep creating your own shared experiences. Mm. And exactly what we're doing right now while we're planning these trips to go see each other, to be together, to do something, to create a memory together. That's what's keeping these friendships strong. Because I'm sure you guys are like me right now and you're sitting here and you're thinking about the other friends that you have in your life that are also technically long distance friends. And you still talk, but you feel like you're not as close with them Mm. as you might be with us. Yeah. Depending on what you've done with them. 
if that makes sense. Yeah, because it's like, I feel like the four of us have like a pretty wide network of friends now all over the country just because everybody's moved. Yeah. Um, like not just now in Ohio and in, and in Colorado, we have our friend Powell in California. Um, there's LaRocca out in DC um, with his fiance now. Oh, that makes me so happy. Um, then there's Adam all the way in, in Boston. I mean, how do you guys do trying to keep in touch with everyone? You guys are awfully quiet. I mean, yeah, as I said, I... (laughs) Go ahead, ahead, Connor. So before this, I... Ben can attest. I am terrible at answering the phone. During school and work, I'm, like, super busy. So I'll make a conscious effort to, like, call you back or text you or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think the, the actual stats were one in 20 calls he'd pick up. Wow! Over 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 a four year period. Over a four year period. Well, you'd always have the tendency of like calling me when I'm like signing out my patients in the hospital, or I'm like on my way to the gym after getting out of work, and I'm like, uh, you know, like a phone call with a friend's not going to be a quick five minutes. Like I'm going to sit there. It's, it's like an hour, so I need to have that yeah. carved out time to do it. So I make the time. But the nice thing about being on this quarantine, we like this whole like virtual happy hour thing that started. Mm-hmm. Um, We've like started carving out that hour time once a week to sit down with these friends. So that's friends from college now. Um, actually, that's where I'm headed after this. That's what I'm doing. Um, we have an that's hour so set aside nice. to sit down and catch up. And we're all over the place from Alaska to D.C. to Boston to Georgia. Wow. And just while we can't share in those experiences in person, setting aside that like hour, you know, we have an hour in every day that we could make the effort to you know, connect with people and kind of sit reflecting back and sitting down now we're not that's all the time we have to do because we're you know, stuck at home bored as hell um actually yeah. setting aside these hour-long things now and catching up with the people that we mm-hmm. you know i don't want to say let fall to the wayside but weren't making as conscious of an effort to uh talk to yeah i mean it's very much a thing like the amount of i've reached out to more people now than i probably have in my entire life <laughs> because <laughs> I actually have the time to do it. I'm not running around from work to home, to the gym, to the grocery store, like doing all of these crazy things. And I honestly hope this is a trend that sticks because I feel like a lot of people are just getting more spread out. People are moving for jobs. People are moving for relationships or whatever it is. Um, Everyone who you were in medical school with is going to go all over the country now for their Mm -hmm. placement. Do you think like the trend of virtual happy hours is something you guys are going to try and keep up with? Absolutely. At least, I mean, we say we want to do it once a week, but I mean, with the busyness of work, that probably won't happen, but at least once every couple of weeks, um, yeah. sitting down just for an hour, a glass of wine, have a beer and, you know, just sharing the stories of our intern year. Like, my friends are going to be everywhere from California to Oregon, um, some in Michigan, I'll be in Texas. Like we are all over the country and a lot of them left this week so it was kind of hard saying you know goodbye Mm -hmm. i'm not sure when i'm physically going to see you again but you know being in the 21st century at least i can see your face and you know still talk to you which is super nice yeah i love this whole virtual happy hour stuff and like actually sitting down to do it because one i'm in the comfort of my own home i don't have to leave i can be in sweatpants not that i couldn't go to a bar in sweatpants but like I get to save some money while I'm doing it and Mm -hmm. like actually just relax. Like there's nothing I'm not rushing to go somewhere. I'm not rushing to do something. 
I'm trying to find all the new ways to keep in touch with people because I know I am very much like you where I get really bad with it. I'm like a mm-hmm. wallflower and I like support everybody silently <laughs> through their yes. life. That's me. Mm-hmm. Well, so Ben alluded to his uh, his phone calls and his calendar that will you know let him know when to call people. And usually it's when I get Ben's call, I'm like, shit, I should probably reach out to people. <laughs> and then I do. And then like, we talk for a couple days and then it dwindles away. And a couple months later, Ben will call me and I'm like, shit. And then I'll, so Ben is my eternal remind, reminder. Well, you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be a, be your reminder car. I, uh, you know what, what I actually did was, uh, just cause I've done, I've moved a couple of times. I, I had internships down in Florida and then, um, Denver to Ohio yeah. and then, and then back to Denver. So I, my friends have always been relatively spread out. And so, uh, my, my calendar is out about a year. I do it once a year where during the holiday season, uh, when nothing's really going on, I'll just set it up and I know exactly when I'm driving back home from work. And so I just wow. set it up then to where I'll, I'll get an alert right on my car and it'll be like, sweet, I should call this person. But that's so uh, smart I'll, to like set it up like, like, based on that timing. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's just such a no, smart. yeah. And, and I mean, yeah, you, you know exactly who you want to call. I mean, you have a, a short list of people who you want to keep in contact and and keep up with. And so um, mm-hmm. it's not hard to set up a recurring one to do it every four or five, six weeks, whatever. Yeah. Speaking of that, do you think now, now that this like pandemic has kind of gone on and there's been this trend of reaching out to more people than we would, do you think your list is going to grow or is it going to stay the same once all of this is over? Uh, You know, surprisingly, um, I've actually made less calls since quarantine started. Really? Yeah. And I mean, and and maybe it's uh, because, I mean, the, the happy hour stuff has definitely picked up more. Mm-hmm. Where I the people I would normally call and have conversations with, mm-hmm. I'm doing happy hours with them. But to be honest, once uh, once everything's opened up, I think people are going to go back to business as usual. I'm, I'm not entirely convinced that uh, virtual meetings will stick around yeah. as much as, as we would uh, like them to. Yeah, I agree. I I would love to see it become a thing. But I'm in the same thinking. I feel like a lot of people are going to go back to their normal routines, so to speak. Like, there's definitely going to be a lot of adjusting. But in, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how people's relationships, platonic and romantic, kind of go out once all of this is over. I think we're going to see some really interesting changes in people and people's behavior. I know. I absolutely yeah. agree. I feel like... I feel like- yeah, old habits die hard. And then also, too, when you think about it, you know, the people who you are doing these virtual happy hours with, I mean, for me personally, a lot of these people have been people who I usually would see every day or a couple of times throughout the week, you know. Mm-hmm. So once things get back to normal, instead of, hey, let's do this group video call, instead, let's do an actual bar. Let's go out public. Let's be real people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but more so, I get that. I guess my quite my my whole point was like for those who we don't live with and don't see on the regular, right? Like mm-hmm. the ones who are across the country where we are doing virtual happy hours with, like for example, your friends back home. When you you know eventually, Sabrina, you're going to come back to New York, and your friends are still going to be in Ohio. We're like, I'm here, and my friends in Florida are going to go back to their normal lives. Like, 
I'm, I'm curious to see like how people and even myself too, um, is going to adapt to when things are like back to normal, because I feel like now I've been keeping up with my best friends from home so much more than before. And it's like made me feel like a shitty person just because I feel like I should have been more involved and it took a pandemic for me to, to really kind of like tune into people a little bit more. Um, so I guess it's like, do you think the relationships with people who you aren't around every day or in like your normal day life, like the seeing them physically, do you think they're going to continue at the rate they're going of staying in touch with people? Or do you think they're going to go back and, and fizzle out? I think it'll eventually fizzle back out, maybe not as bad, but once we go back to our, our lives and work and gym and having things to do right at first, we're still going to have these, you know, planned weekly things and we're going to attempt to keep them up. But similarly, like when we graduated college, it was like, oh, we're going to keep in contact and we're going to talk every day. And yeah, we did until we did and it started to fizzle away. And I could see this kind of doing the same thing, hopefully not to the extent that it did before where we got so involved in our own lives that we were you know, only checking in with friends on their birthday or on a holiday. Right. Um, maybe we'll learn a little something for this that we might check in a little more often, mm-hmm. maybe not as frequently as once a week. But I think I think some of it will stick, just not as uh persistent as it is right now yeah yeah i mean i don't i don't think it could ever stay as persistent as it is right now and hear me out on this simply because everybody has the time right now to do this you know people people say you know oh if you really wanted to you'd make the time you'd make the time you make time and that sounds easier said than done, depending on what kind of life you're living. So for example, Connor, you're a doctor. Like once you get going, like your attention is going to be taken for 12 hours of the day straight, kind of, right? And At a minimum. Yeah. Are you trying minimum. to make me cry? And you're going to be <laughs> busy as well. And it's not like you don't want to reach out to your friends. It's just going to become significantly harder than it is for, mm-hmm. you know, other people who aren't doctors. Mm-hmm. Not saying that nobody else's job here. No, I'm super just busy. Like, I'm just, I'm just using him as an example. Yeah, I mean, it's the same with me. Like when I get back to the swing of things, like I'm in advertising, and we work 10, 12 hour days, not regularly, but enough where it's at least once or twice a week. You know, when I do have my weekends of no work, it's shitty to say that most of the time I just don't want to talk to people because <laughs> my yeah. job, I talk to so many people all day long. Like one time I looked at my calendar of meetings and I was in meetings for five hours back to back and you have to talk during all of them. So it can get really hard to then carve out specific time to like talk to somebody else. I don't know. That's just at least how it is for me. And I'm like trying to be better about it and realize that it's not a bad thing. Yeah. No, I mean, I totally get that. And that's where Ben's method of just putting anything and everything in your calendar mm-hmm. to you comes in handy because we can tell ourselves, all right, make the time to call so-and-so today and then other shit gets in the way yep. and then we forget because yeah. it's not on the forefront of our brain, you know? Yeah. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree, man. I'm right there with you. I need to really get better about the calendar reminders. I honestly just have ones for Canty, Connor, and Powell um, and then I usually see them and then I forget to like do what the reminder is telling me to do. So I see it of like, I need to talk to them and I'm, I'll be like, oh, I'll call them in five minutes. And then five minutes turns into like five days. And then I'm like, well, 
Yeah, I've I've experienced that before. It, it was before we lived together, but it's happened before. What do you mean before we lived together? With like me and you? Yes. Damn. Damn, I see how it is. All right, all right, all right. Um, well, anyways, before I delay too much, I think it is time for our favorite segment. Sabrina, are we going to try and do this together? Oh, man, I really wish we were on video chat because... Uh, count us down, count us down. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Okay, three, two, one. What? Your struggle. Oh, that was better than last week. That was better than last week. This has been a challenge. Um, well, Connor and Kenta, we'll we'll kick it off to you guys to start. Either one of you can start, but tell us your struggle. You guys listen to the show. You know how this goes. It's the lows. We like to focus on them. So you get all of that frustration out. This should be the first thing that comes to your mind of what was your struggle of this week? Either one of you, the floor is yours. Uh, absolute boredom, as I'm sure many people are uh, mm-hmm. experiencing right now. We we actually got uh, two 12-inch storms here in Denver this last week. No. And so, uh, and, and so on, on top of being stuck, mostly inside anyway uh we, we couldn't go outside and and even sit on the patio or anything of our no. apartment complex so uh or or even get i mean i i'm fortunate enough that uh i do get to leave my house to go to work i have to go to work um four to five days a week but last week was uh we got snowed in so we couldn't couldn't make it there um and so just trying to find stuff to do, uh, especially in this time, uh, was definitely my struggle this week. Man, I don't even know what I would do right now if two feet of snow came into New York. I think I would go ac- actually crazy if that happened. Well, you know, and the, the funny thing was, uh, so it was 75 degrees, then we, then we got a foot, um, and then it was oh, up to God. 64 and then the next day we got another foot and, yeah. uh, it's, it's been, t- it's been two days since then and it's. 70 degrees today and all the snow melted are you so we got no snow anymore wild. okay so it sounds like a more aggressive version of what's going on in ohio because easter easter was born and then um i think it snowed like two days ago and it was cold enough it mm-hmm. was sticking um and then it stayed cold for the past couple of days it looks nice outside right now but i know that's deceptive i know it's cold out there <laughs> The it's sun can't out, out there. Right now. Oh, look at you sitting out on your patio. I am mm-hmm. stuck inside because it's gross out. It was really nice earlier in the day, and now it's like looking like it's going to rain. It's cold. It's a no thank you for me. Ah, oh, listen, you got <laughs> our rain from earlier. Yeah, probably. It's been raining most of this week. It's just been yesterday was a groggy day i thought it was gonna rain it like teases you like is it gonna be a nice day out or is it gonna be really shitty all week man april showers bring may i hate that phrase and i never understood it living in florida until i moved up north was like wow it really rains for an entire month all right right (laughs) now here's what i need i need somebody to come up with something that is like april quarantine brings may something mean well, there's one that was like six feet distance brings May existence. Ah, I like it. That's okay. a good one. I like it. That's a really good one. Um, Connor, what is your struggle? My struggle. Um, 
I think Sabrina might be able to relate to this one a little bit since she's also self-quarantining at home with her family and parents, which is like a great thing. I'm loving the quality time at home. Don't get me wrong. However, right now, both of my parents, my adult sister and myself are back in the family home together, stuck inside all day long. It can get hard. It can get hard. Um, Because you know, your mom thinks, you know, your mom's your mom and she's going to tell you what to do. And you're like, I'm 27 and I'm 30 years old. Like, what do you want? Don't, don't talk to me like that. I'm not like you're, you know, and it can get, cause then you, you back talk and then she's, you know, it just turns into a fight because you're just cooped up with all this energy all day long and, you know, you mm-hmm. know, anxieties and things like that. So this week has been, you know, about a month now that we've all been living at home together, cooped up all day long. So we've, um, been a test and okay sure. it's been a struggle <laughs> yeah a some days you're just like i'm just going to my room like leave me alone like i just don't want to see you today um but it's, it's basically nice. like you're moving back home with your parents right now um yes. what's going on i get that i did that one time during college and i was home for three months and it was rough like i honestly mm-hmm. a big reason i didn't go back home was because i wanted to continue my relationship with my family and I knew if I would have went back, it would have been rough. I love my family to death, to death. They are amazing, amazing people. But I feel like the same type of situation would be happening. When you're just cooped up with them with no yeah. outlet to where to go. and it's- Yeah, yeah. I mean, even in quarantine, you need alone time. You need time to yourself mm-hmm. without anybody else, you know, away from your family, away from stress and everything going on and just like a moment to breathe. Yeah, Connor, I I definitely understand what you're going through <laughs> uh, right now. I haven't really fought with my parents. Now, we haven't really fought, but it's been like, there have been days where I'm like, whoa, I am too stimulated by you. I need to just go away. And then the next day, I like spend the whole day upstairs and only come down to get food. And then I run away back to the upstairs. <laughs> Sometimes you do what you got to do. And if that's isolating yourself, you just got to do it. Exactly. I have days where I stay in my room. I really do because I need it. And I just don't need to talk to people. Sabrina, what has been your struggle this week? Oh, my God. What has been my struggle this week? Um, I'm just damn freaking tired of this quarantine. I feel like I'm losing track of what day it is. Um everything is blending together mm-hmm. i'm lost um <laughs> you know i feel like i feel like this has been you know that weird week between christmas and new year's mm. I feel like it's been that week but for six weeks now yeah and you can't leave like there's a big snowstorm so you can't you can't leave or something yeah like there's there's a virus outside. I feel like it's some thriller movie where yeah. a virus is just going to unleash even more. And I'm like waiting for that to happen. Yeah. I would say though, I don't know, I guess it would be more of my struggle this coming week, but I am, I am really pumped that this quarantine went all the way through to my birthday. Oh, uh, I'm just I'm I'm bummed about it. I mean, things could be worse, and there could be worse things going on. I guess what happened to me, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm bummed. I you know, 
I know my mom's going to try and do something special, but it won't be the same. I won't get to see all my friends. I won't get to put on like a pretty dress. I won't get to, you know. You're allowed to be sad about it, dude. I get it. <laughs> I'm bummed. I had all this stuff planned. And I now, <laughs> I'm so pissed. I had a great idea. I was going to get, so, I had so many people involved in it. And like, now I can't do anything. Now we have to wait. And I don't like waiting. Yeah. No, I get that. I hate waiting. It's like the worst thing in the world. I am so impatient. I feel like that's been my struggle this week. I've been very impatient. Um, yeah, I was about to ask you, what's your struggle? My, I went my longest stretch without going outside. I didn't go outside for five days and I cannot do that again. Um, I have never seen myself really go stir crazy in a very, very, very long time. And I saw it again and it was rough. I was just very irritable. I was very um, stressed out. I 10 out of 10 do not recommend don't go outside for longer or stay inside for longer than five days. It was really rough. Um, and I like, didn't, I didn't think why I didn't just like go, we have a rooftop. I should have just gone up to my rooftop and like gotten fresh air, but nope, nope. I didn't do that. And I sent myself into a lot of fun anxiety attacks. So that was fun. Uh, <laughs> I just, oh it was, goodness. It was just a, t a really tough week and trying to manage it was a little tough, but I'm not going to lie. What kept me together was getting to record with two of my best friends. I see what you did there. I um, that was good. That was good. What you did there. <laughs> but like it, was it, planned. <laughs> it was kind of planned. I like said it and then I was like, Ooh, this is a good segue. Um, no, but it's true. Like little things have been keeping me together lately and just like having a recording session with you guys has honestly kept me together this week. I was like talking to Scott about it last night. Like, Oh my God, we're finally going to have them on the pod. Um, not in the best way possible, but we're having them on the pod. Finally, and we'll bring you back <laughs> when we're not in a literal quarantine and can actually have you physically in the studio with us. But you know, just something so small where we get to talk to each other and you know, we saw each other a month ago. Is, has been great. Yeah, it's like been a month I know you're telling me I'm ready to be back in Mexico with a margarita in hand. Oh my god! Do you know what? And yet I again, do? I find you know that's uh, a <laughs> that that's the that, that's one of the only good things that came out of out of this quarantine so far. Uh, all the restaurants in Denver mm -hmm. they now deliver margaritas to oh, your apartment doorstep. Oh my god! Do you know what my family did on? Tuesday on Tuesday, my mother was like, "Let's let's wine with the wine at two o'clock," and I'm like, "Okay, mom, cool, 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 cool." Uh, wine with the wine went off the rails real quick. What is wine quick. with the wine? Our governor of the wine. Um, so you drink wine with the wine. Well, I don't know. It went off the rails real quick. We decided we were going to order from the local Mexican restaurant, right? And there, and uh, my mom goes, well, they only give you two margaritas per meal. So what does my family do? We <gasps> order four meals, right? Oh my God. So eight margaritas. My dad does not drink margaritas. Guess who those eight margaritas went to? Your dad? No. Who'd they go to? You. Me, How many me margaritas? Wait, you each ordered four meals? No. No. I got nervous. I was no, like, that's like 24 margaritas, and I was going to be stressed out real quick. We ordered four meals in total. 
It's um, like Magna all over again and Senor Frogs when whistles were being blown in my face. And oh my God, no. No. Um, so no. So me, me and my mom, we each had access to four margaritas and I could not drink one, but I was just disgusted with the fact that we were able to get eight. No problem. Oh my God. That's a lot. That's a lot. But to Connor's point, yet again, I find myself without a drink in my hand on a Sunday night. I need one. The amount of times I said that on that boat was an ungodly amount. Like, I really wonder how nobody got alcohol poisoning or anything remotely bad. Listen now, what happens on the boat? He's on the boat. What I want to know, Connor, how did you keep it together? You outdrank all of us consistently. That is a great question. And if I knew the answer, I would gladly share it. With you. Here's, here, here's the, here's the, here's the answer guys. We, we all, uh, Connor has been in school the entire time. Granted it was med school, but he, he never lost his, uh, his college tolerance. He's always That's been in college. Funny. You're, you're, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait a second. <laughs> oh my God. I'd go weeks go without a drink. I'm confused. I'm so confused. What I was <laughs> going to say is that Connor is a marathon runner, so he's treating the drinking like it's a marathon. In reality, Connor probably drank the same amount as us, but because he was marathoning his drinks, it looked like he was just consistently drinking the whole time. There you go. There you go. That's what it is. That's what possible. I should have it's and, then, and then when you drink it slow, it doesn't hit you as hard. So Connor probably hit a point where he's like, oh, let's get some bread. And then probably <laughs> jump right back in. <laughs> oh, my God. It wasn't bread. bread. It was the tortilla chips. But, <laughs> yes. Oh, it was I funny. thought he was going to say cheese fries. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, oh. Karina, <laughs> well, on that note. Um, can't share that story, but <laughs> one time, um, so we have our final segment for you guys. Um, this is, how do you keep it together? I alluded to a, a little bit earlier. Um, again, should be very like short. The first thing that comes right to your head of what is something in life that helps you keep it together through everything that happens through all of the struggles, everything going on, especially now. Um, so we'll kick it off to you guys first. Either one you can go, but how do you keep it together? Uh, for me, it's ice hockey. I, I play three times a week, and uh, that just helps me clear my head. That's awesome. What are you doing now that, like, you know, probably you probably can't play ice hockey? Are you finding like another um, outlet? Uh, well, I I basically uh, took my hockey onto the video game world, and I'm playing NHL. There you go. So, not not the not the same. I'm I'm sure I'm going to come out of this thing 20 pounds heavier, but <laughs> but that's awesome. It's important to have an outlet. What? So for me, Sabrina kind of alluded to it already. I am a marathon runner, so running has been a thing I picked up. It was during a uh, undergrad at Ohio State and I kept it up through med school and even more so cuz the stress of school and clinicals and life Mm-hmm. Um, running has always been my outlet to just, you know, go out there and endorphins make you happier. So they say, but just yes. kind of work out whatever 
problems you have, anger, anxiety, whatever feelings you have, you can get out there on the pavement and just kind of work through it, um, mm-hmm. which is something that I can still do, thankfully, now during this quarantine, which has been nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I recently started running, too. Um, I've been running three times a week now, and I run up to Central Park and run around the loop and then come back when I don't go over stretches of five days not going outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, it's that's also been helping me a lot. It's been really, really nice and peaceful and it's bringing me back to Zen. Mm-hmm. It's important. I will never do a marathon. Um, I will never be that crazy. I don't know how you do it. I know Sabrina, you ran a marathon before yes. y'all, y'all are crazy. It's rough. It's rough. They don't warn you about half the stuff that could happen during your race. Um, no, nope. the things that'll chafe. No, nope. I know. I chased in like my weird part of my armpit. It was like it hurt for weeks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's happened to me before. I'm See like, what? The- uh, this is why I have no desire to run a marathon. There <laughs> are that's just something I do not want to deal with. But a nice more like a long run. You don't think you chafed, and then you get in the shower and find out you did somewhere you didn't know you could chafe at. Oh god, and you're like, oh. that's the worst. Oh, no. You're like, I'm just so broken. I just need the hot water on my body. <laughs> but <laughs> like, it also burns. <laughs> I feel that pain. Um, Sabrina, how do you keep it together? How have you kept uh, it together this week? She would quit asking me this question. My life is just a circle right now. I keep doing the same things. Um, <laughs> selling my okay. We like consistency. Crossing. No. Um, Oh, man, I knowing that there is an end to this, I think seeing on the news this week that things are going to softly open back up um, in, you know, a couple weeks here has been helpful, knowing that there is another side to this and that two, two or more weeks sounds like a long time. But now as we're sitting here on this phone call, I mean, we've all been in quarantine for about a month so you know we we've made it through a month we can make it through a couple more weeks mm-hmm. we're, we're almost to the end of it yeah it's nice to have a little bit of hope and oh my god, I, feel like, yeah, I can hug you soon oh i can hug you soon oh my god. <laughs> oh my god i can hug dogs i can hug people's dogs again that's so important <laughs> i don't think you wow. can do that so easy i just hang on depending on the dog list so you can't you well can't if the dogs, okay dogs. okay okay if the dog runs up to me which has happened now a few times during all of this i don't like my immediate reaction i have to like hold myself back to pet it now when this is over i could pet it and it won't be as stigmatized and i'll i'll just play with it for like a little bit it is <laughs> guys well we are at time guys um so thank you again for coming on the show today i know it's not the best of circumstances but we loved having you guys and i miss you both and I we will have another vacation with each other soon yes please definitely cheap too Yes, yes, yes. Details to come. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up episode 2.19. Once again, my name is Alyssa. And I'm Sabrina. Thanks for keeping it together with us this week. And we'll see you back next week for episode 2.20. Woohoo!
keeping it. 